Welcome to another episode of the Lone Recruiter Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Clemenson, and if you're a recruiter, out on your own, or just lacking general advice or support, you've come to the right place. Our episodes are designed to give you motivation, the advice and strategies you need to become the very best Lone Recruiter. So join us, grab a cup of coffee, let's take your desk to another level. Now today, why on earth is cold calling so difficult? How do we get into a cold calling mindset? That's what we're going to tackle today. Um, of course, these are my strategies. This is what works for me. I see a lot of people battling with this and uh, I want to give you my two cents on it. You've probably got your own little tips and tricks. But if you're listening to this, it's probably because you've seen the headline and gone, yeah, I freaking hate cold calling. Who doesn't? I mean, I still don't love cold calling. But you know what? You're part of the job. you got to do it. So how do we get over that, that hurdle and we get it done quickly and not procrastinate and waste precious time on, on worrying about a cold call. Okay. So I want to start by saying there are three, there are probably only three types of cold calls you will make as a recruiter. It's either headhunting a candidate, it's either um, canvassing a CV, or it's calling a company and saying, hey, here are my services. I want that. I want to work on that job for you. They're the three scenarios you really find yourself doing cold calling. I couldn't really think of anything else, but they're the bulk of where we get caught up. Okay. And I don't think headhunting worries us so much. For some reason, people get this impasse when it comes to headhunting versus calling a company. I don't get it. Um, but I see, I see that that seems to be the d- delineation there. But out of those three <clears throat> types of cold calls for recruiters, if you're doing the last one, which is calling a company and selling your recruitment services with no CV or no resume or, or anything like that, you're basically saying, see you've got a role or I, I, I see you've got needs, I can help you with those. Obviously, there's a place for it. But for me, the worst way you could possibly pitch because you're selling your services, you're selling yourself. If it's a cold call, there's zero track record. You've got to pitch the company and your abilities. You now, it's probably going to come down to cost. Um. I would really rather see you in the cold calling space, either only calling candidates or, or potential people for headhunting opportunities to headhunt them for potential opportunities, or you are holding, uh, you are canvassing a CV, because in those two scenarios, there is not one situation where someone can point to you and say, "You suck," or you know, rejection. I'm rejecting you because they're either want. Do you want the CV I have? No. Okay. That's not what they want. Do you want the job that I have? No, I don't want that job. Okay. What you are holding in your hands at that very point in time was not of interest to that individual. That can't make you feel bad. But why is cold calling so difficult for most people? And it really does come down to what I touched on just now, which is fear of failure, fear of rejection. And I think people frame rejection so incorrectly, so wrong, because when you're canvassing or when you're headhunting, it's a yes or no answer. It really is. It's like, do you want what I have? Yes. Do, you, do I want what you have? No. And the where people get choked is that they go, I don't want to fail. I'm going to get no. I'm going to like, there's a lot of rejection. Yeah, there is. But it's not rejection. It's just, you can't feasible. You've got to change your expectations, right? If your expectation is to get 100% of the people saying, yes, I want what you have. Well, you know what? Tell me what you're doing. <laughs> Bottle that. Turn that into a business because there is no business in the world where you will get 100% strike rate on whatever you do. It's actually impossible because people are unique. 
everyone's at a different stage in their life and it's just impossible. So it's almost arrogant to have uh, cold call fear because it's like, well, they, they're going to reject what I have and how dare they. Get in the bin. No. You need to lower your expectations here. And, and, and the way – and that's easier said than done. I understand that. But I think you need to reframe the purpose for the activity that you're pursuing. So if you've got a CV – Right. If you're working a CV, and we have a rule in our office, it's either a hell yeah, we're working this CV, or a hell nah. Hell yeah, we're working this CV. You've probably done an episode on this. Hell yeah, we're working this CV means we're going to go A to Z on the client list. And we're going to get this CV to all of these options so that we understand what is available and what is not available for this particular CV or candidate at that given um, time. And same with headhunting. You want to be able to say to your client, there are 300 people in your city that do what you do that what for what the brief is. Of those 300, we got through them all. This small portion are the only ones who have sent us a CV who are interested. That's what we got to know. So by going through this entire no process of getting this rejection for your client or for your candidate, you're going to be able to give them way better advice, way better information around what's available to them and what's not, and therefore get better, quicker results you, your client, your candidates, and, and everyone involved. And so your goal is not actually to get the yeses necessarily. It's also to get the no's because those no's are really valuable. And that's that's what people forget is that an answer, whether it be yes or no, is an answer. The worst outcome you can get is no outcome. You make a call, you don't get through them. It's not a yes, it's not a no. It's just a Oh, I tried. I've got to go back and do it again. They want—they frustrate me to no end, right? Um, I want a yes. I want to know. I always say when we get a CV and we go, yes, it's hell yes, we're going to work this one. I always say to whoever I'm working it with, we want to know where the where the jobs are. We also want to know where the no's are. I want that no list because it gets them excited to get a no. Cool, got like you know, I got twenty no's. Cool, I'm going to let the candidate know. I need them to know that that's not happening. Um, so once you place a positive value on that no completely changes the point of that call. And if you're in a prosperous market, if you're in a market where there are no CVs and you finally get one, you kind of want no's. In some regards, yeses become stressful because all of a sudden you've got 10 companies who want to interview that candidate. That's a problem in itself. So sometimes you want to find the no's. So reframing your expectations out of these calls can really, really help with that idea that cold calling is fearful because there's nothing to fear. The other thing you want to do as well is have a primary objective and usually that primary objective is an immediate result. So if it's canvassing a CV, the immediate result is, yes, I want to see it, I want to interview that person. That's like your best case outcome. And if it's headhunting candidates, the the, the primary objective is to get a candidate saying, yes, I'm interested, that sounds great. I know that company here, can I send my CV to you? Like that's an immediate outcome and that's, that's what we are chasing. That's that dopamine hit. That's success. That's what we're doing. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's totally vital to the to the bloodline of your business and, and getting those deals through. But you can't expect every call to be the cream. It can't. You can't expect to get your 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 um your primary result every single call. But if you have a secondary result that you're looking for, i.e., what's within those no's that is actually stuff that's valuable to us, um, it starts to, again, make you're just making a call. If it's a yes, primary outcome achieved, tick. If it's a no, okay, why is it a no? Oh, is this not what you're after? Nah, not really. I'm looking at a different level. Oh, you're looking over here. 
So it goes from canvassing to a job spec or a, or a candidate. Hey, this is a job I'm representing. Would you be interested? No, not really. What are you interested in? Oh, I'm actually more interested in this. Oh, okay, tell me about it. So now you get sort of an idea of what they're looking for in the future. So you're, you start pipelining your talent over here or you're finding up, you know, picking up different roles over here. And again, where a lot of people get their calls wrong is they don't have a flow chart. They don't know when they say no, what comes next. And that's an exercise you can do. It's not hard. If, a, if, if you're calling someone and, they, and you know there's a possibility they're going to say no, because they're going to say no at some point, you need to know, well, what are you asking next? Next, Which is like, well, who else might be interested in this? What else might you be looking for? Are, are valid questions, right? Um, and then the ultimate thing is if even if that's all no, there's nothing there, dead end, dead end, dead end, whatever, okay, do you mind if I grab your email address? I'd love to just ping you my details. If anything pops up in the future, let me know. They're just giving you... Re- People don't like rejecting you. As much as you hate being rejected, like it's not nice rejecting people. So if at the end it's been a pleasant call and it's relevant to their markets, they're going to respect that call. What's your email address? I'd love to grab it. I'll send you my details. If anything pops up in the future, great. You're building a database. So you've gone from a call that you're terrified for to I've got now a result. And you know what? Once you've made a cold call, it's never cold again. You now know that person. Link in with them on LinkedIn afterwards. Hey, nice chatting with you. That was nice. Now they're seeing your post. Now you're very warm. <laughs> so I think for this whole episode, which is how do I get into that cold calling mindset, it's actually setting up the expectations for that call, being prepared for that call so you know that if it's a yes, this is what you're going to do. I take the job spec on whatever. If it's a no, okay, this is the next line of questioning that I go for. If it's a no again, it's okay, well, what – What's your contact details? I'll shoot you my, my details for next time. You're either you're either trying to get success today or you're building for success tomorrow. Either way, you've made a result. If you don't pick up that phone, if you don't make that cold call, guess what? That's worse than any no you'll get on a call because you don't know. You're not known to these individuals. They're not going to know who you are. You've never reached out to them before. That to me is the ultimate failure. So the idea that, like fear of cold calling, fear of rejection, fear of failure is ridiculous because by not actually picking up the phone, what are you doing? You've got no opportunity to get a yes and you've got no opportunity to pave um, the way for warmer calls and future prospects. It's as simple as that. Our job is to get on the phone, stop being worried about it, get on with it. That's all I have time for you today. If you got anything out of today's episode, please like, share, subscribe. Give us a five-star review. I love it. As always, have an amazing day and may all your deals come true.